<laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome into the Great Scott Show. I'm Scott Prather. It's Thursday. That means it is Scott and Locke. Norman Locke is here with me, gloating as if he accomplished something. I'm not sure what he's gloating about, but he is in here. He's got a giant smile on his face. He looks like he's happy. Yeah. He says he is happy. I'm not yeah. sure. I'm not sure why he's gloating or why he's proud of himself, but I'm sure we'll try to figure that out over the next two hours. Good morning, everybody. Welcome into the Great Scott Show. I'm Scott Prather. Norman Locke joins me for the next two hours, as he does on Thursdays. After complaining about a drink choice, it's been all smiles from Norman ever since I saw him early this morning. Yeah, I usually don't um, drink Sprite or carbonated drinks this early in the morning, but um, we have some changes in the, in the building. I have to deal with the changes. I have to adapt. To adapt. <laughs> <laughs> be some big changes in New Orleans coming up in there. Is there? Yeah, there's a lot of big changes coming up. <clears throat> big changes coming up in the Saints organization. <sighs> the window closed Sunday, Norm. Oh, it's been closed for like two two years. It closed Sunday. Oh, oh it's shut Sunday. Been closed. It's shut. It's it's shut, shut Sunday. Yeah. It's shut Sunday. It closed. You could argue that it closed when Bill Vinovich kept the flag in his pocket. You could yeah. argue that. Yeah. But I couldn't. It definitely closed on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, there's a lot of Saints fans out there that don't agree with me. And I'm I'm just here to tell you, in terms, I'm talking about, when I say window, I'm talking about contention. Yeah. It closed on Sunday. It, it closed, closed hard, hard. It was the end, of, was the in, the end of the end of an era with yeah. number nine at quarterback. It's like I was watching, the, you know, I think it's like Toy Story 4. Just you know, and Woody just retired. Uh, you know, that's that's what I feel like I was. So, what, what, what was her name? Uh, gosh, the girl in the in Toy Story Four. Andy? No, 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 no. Uh, gosh, uh, Little Bo Peep. Little Bo. So, Peep. so Little Britney Bo Peep. Yeah. Little Britney Breeze. Little Bo Peep. <laughs> and, and and they just you're coming off with me. We're done with this. We're gonna live. We're gonna live at this uh, little. Circus from here on out, or whatever and, uh, it was, and and they let the younger toys go out with the kids. Uh, that's Alvin Kamara, that's uh, Michael Thomas. That's the younger. So kids. in this weird Toy Story metaphor, in that really dramatic part of Toy Story, really 3, dramatic, where they're all holding yes, hands. Yes, yes. Really, the in the, the real thing that happened was the minions didn't turn it off. Bill Vinovich just said no. Let them all burn. Is that so? So, Toy Story three was twenty eighteen. We're go, I know I'm going a little deep with this metaphor, but that's that's since we're going there, let's just do it. Yeah, yeah, you know, and and also another metaphor is it's like How is Ninja the movie, Ninja Turtle, the, the Ninja Turtles retiring Master Splinter. Master Splinter, I know, is there's like a uh, a gift that's that's going around of Drew Brees walking away with you know the Michelangelo. They all holding his hand as he's old. And I and I and I feel like you know it's that, but what the one thing that's sticking to me is, after you lose, don't come out with all the I was hurt and I played through this and well, he this didn't. was, it, well I mean Michael Thomas came out and said. Are you talking was, about Michael Thomas? Yeah, well I'm Michael Thomas and Drew Brees, but I know like you said Drew Brees didn't come out and say it, but I, I you know that's the one. His wife like, his wife put some stuff on Instagram which. I, I was talking about yesterday is extremely concerning. Now, one, I'm not sure I really buy. Like it, the term rotator cuff, I buy. 
In his can, throwing shoulder? Yeah. Because you, you the, think you think he had that the, the Chicago game, he took himself out. No, I know he had the kinetic tape and all that other stuff, but you think it was it was actually torn if it was if he had a, a completely torn rotator cuff, he wouldn't be able to throw it five yards. I'ma say if not like you say, completely, maybe not. But torn or injured, I wouldn't she wouldn't lie. He still was throwing like you know, I mean I know we joke about his arm strength and, and have your jokes, that's fine. When you say he can only throw it five yards, that's a vast exaggeration. We know he can throw it, you know, 15, 20, whatever. If your rotator cuff is torn, I'll buy that it's hurt, but torn, you can't do that. So so is she not telling the truth? I think think she's being judicious with... Just, I mean, maybe, maybe doctors said, you, know, the you, guys, you got, yeah, like, I, I mean, a wife, you know, make an excuse. And if it was actually torn, I mean, come on, he shouldn't have been out there. That's ridiculous. And, you know, and that's you can go I, out there. I said this yesterday, Norm, because, because I was, I was talking about Philip Rivers, probably most defining moment of his career was when he played a championship game with a torn ACL. ACL. And someone was like, oh, well, you could praise him, but Rip Drew, I'm like, totally different. If Rivers had gone out there with a broken arm in his throwing arm, you know, torn fascia, if Breeze had that, that is extremely painful. Hats off to him, but that's different. Like, it's like if a punter has a torn rotator cuff and he punts, good for him. That's tough. Or or, or I'll even say, like, let's say, let's say broken ribs because you're still using your abdomen, so it hurts, but you can still do your job. But if you have a, a torn fascia in your kicking foot and you're a kicker or punter and you're playing – you shouldn't do that because it is hindering. It's not a matter of pain threshold. It's a matter of effectiveness of doing your job. And that's and that's what I'm I'm alluding to is like okay after that Chicago game. I mean, Drew Brees had what maybe you know like one to two okay better than thirty eight okay to three against Tampa. He played pretty good that night. Yeah, that's why I say no. I wasn't okay. He played really good that night. I don't buy what was that his, his rotator line? cuff was what torn was in his that game. Do you remember him throwing the ball up and down the field in that game? You remember the? I know it was a long time ago, and everyone yeah, just I, remembers. Yeah, I don't visit like the, this. Was the week after the Chicago game, and Bruce, Breeze threw thirty-two passes, four touchdowns, like two hundred and fifty yards. I mean, and everyone's saying, "Oh, well, you remember the Chicago game and the kinetic tape?" There's no way that he went into that game with a torn rotator cuff in his throwing arm and did that. Well, maybe we just we, we need to tell our wives sometimes it's not a, you know. Now, maybe it got hurt. Internet, maybe know? it got hurt, <laughs> and it, maybe on Sunday it actually tore. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think it's as black and white as everyone was making it out to be. Maybe it tore at some point. That's what I'm saying. And maybe it even tore on Sunday. Like, who oh, knows? Two weeks ago. It, it, well, if it was two weeks ago, then he shouldn't have been playing on Sunday. Yeah, and that, that's the only thing. It's like, okay, Michael Thomas, you come out and say you've been dealing with, you know, Torn ligament in your ankle. You want to play because of Drew Brees. Single receiving touchdown in the regular season. So obviously you should have just shut it down. But you want the you know the tough guy mantra can't guard Mike. But now you got everybody showing that they could guard you. That so. was that was see in in with him. I always say with his injuries, if it's something about like speed and distance, like he can play through that. But when it has to do with physicality like that's going to seriously hinder your game I mean you can hurt your team more and and there's a fine line you do tip your cap to the guys that are like extremely tough play through injury and get it done like you tip your cap to them and you say wow once it gets to a certain point where okay now you're hurting your team more than helping but it's hard norm to to, to really determine where that line is sometimes with fans it's as simple as oh well did the team win 
cool did they lose? Oh, well, you know, well, it's, you it's, look it's at a production. bomb. You got to look at production. How you're producing, and uh, Michael Thomas didn't produce all season. No, so he I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not even disagreeing yeah, with you yo, no, Thomas. No, yeah, no, yeah, like, I'm, we just said You on thought the, I was going to come in here and disagree with you all morning about the Saints, oh, man. You know I'm a realist. That, oh, yeah. I mean, because <laughs> it's, it's hard to disagree with zero receiving touchdowns. It was, it, was, it was bad. Now, look, if they hadn't turned the ball over four times, maybe they won and maybe they – Maybe Saints fans would probably have this false sense of hope because I don't, I don't know that you'd be going into Green Bay and 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 winning unless suddenly you just were able to rush for two hundred yards and barely throw it, uh, and I don't think that's going to happen either. Like, but on the other side, look at Tampa Bay. Brady didn't turn the ball over. Did he do anything else great aside from that? Nothing that jumped out. Yeah, I mean, it's less than 200 yards. Like, he wasn't – it's not – I know that, like, as we said going into it, Norm, the storyline was going to be Brady and Breeze. The storyline was – what have I been telling you I was worried about the Saints in the postseason? Not their defense, but their offense. offense. They they, they played bad. They turned it over four times, and that's that's how you lose football games. But I don't don't think Tampa Bay is suddenly going to go into Green Bay and, you know, be world beaters or anything. Now, come game Sunday – I woke up. I saw that Latavius and Taysom, your boy, was inactive. Oh, would you wear, I, I would got, you wear got, a seven jersey? Oh, I I got a statement about Taysom Hill because remember, I, I, weeks ago, I wonder if I recorded it. I said that the Saints will probably start doing better if they kept Taysom. If so, if Drew Brees has been this injured, like for that Kansas City game, I said the Saints could have won. They would have just went with Taysom. <laughs> That's the funny. You part. didn't say they'd win. You said they would. They would have a better, better chance, chance of winning. That's what you said. Now. Um, so my thoughts is, okay, that's, you know, I can say what I want about Taysom, but in the goal line, the red zone, a Taysom Hill power is a touchdown. Latavius Murray went blocking. I mean, the game before, last week against the Chicago Bears, we saw Latavius block Khalil Mack, get up, catch a ball, and then rush for a touchdown. Once I saw both of those guys was out, and it was just Alvin Kamara, and this has always been the test of his career. When it's just Alvin Kamara, how effective is he? When he is the number one option, whether it be passed or rushing, how effective is he the entire game? And most times, teams null and void and take him completely out the game. And it's not like he's going to put his nose down and rush 15 times and just grind the grind the ball out. So I, 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 thought, f- I thought he played well on Sunday. Yeah, he didn't play bad, but I thought just, he played good. But I don't think he's he was not the, the reason that they they lost. He zero percent. But he's not the reason why they could have won either. If they had to turn the ball over. He probably would have been MVP of the game. Maybe. Who would have, who would it have been? Because if it's if the turnover margin is zero and and twenty one points off of off of three of the four turnovers, and the fourth turnover was what led to the kneel down. Yeah, but you know I. I mean, did he? Did he? He wasn't responsible zone? for any of the turnovers, is my point. Well, yeah, he wasn't. But I, you know, I just didn't see the Saints. That's why I was telling Lynn on Sunday. Like, I didn't see the Saints without in the some. in the in the third and fourth quarter when they really needed to get physical. And, and it tells you everything about where Drew Brees was from a health standpoint. That suddenly you're down twenty three twenty, and it feels like you're down like two touchdowns. I mean, it's daunting. And you still got the ball, the chance to go down and tie or take the lead in the playoffs. And on first and second down against the team that has a great front seven, questionable secondary, who played great on Sunday. I'm not dogging them. I'm talking about as Number a whole this season. Nice. And 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 you're not. You're just you're running Camara off tackle. I mean, 
if Breeze is healthy, you know, I mean, he's probably putting him in the shotgun. Hurry up, let's go, let's roll, and and we're going down the field. And they weren't. I mean, first down, all right. Kamara off tackle, second down. Kamara off tackle, third and six. Let's just try to get it. Jared Cook. Oh, he fumbled, or he, you know, he messed up, or he screwed up, or maybe they moved the chains, and then they turn it over a few plays later. It was, um, it was tough to watch, man. But I, I, I said, I've been saying this week. I kind of, I was surprisingly more at peace with all of it than I. <laughs> I'm serious. I, I, I was just. It was kind of like, you numb you, to the pain. Well, if if you lose because of. What happened in 2018, or if you get it's a miracle play the year before, or if you just kind of get handled but still lose an overtime, like it wasn't just that they lost. It was you looked at you looked at Breeze, you looked at the way it unfolded, and it was kind of like that's it, that's it. I don't know. Like there's no Saints fans will always have resentment and regret about what unfolded in 2018. And I get it. And Sean Payton even said that year, he said, I don't think we'll ever get over it. There's, he said, I, there's a part of us I don't think that we'll ever get over it. But there was this hope that, like, yeah, but if you can maybe still win one while the window's open. And that's just not going to happen. It didn't happen. And I think as far as what unfolded this year, it just, even though they went all in, maybe that's part of it too. Some some are like, it sucks. They made these trades. They went all in. I don't blame them for that. You're like, supposed to. This was, had they not done all of that, I think I would be more upset about what unfolded but it was so obvious that drew just doesn't have it anymore that this team is about to the depth of this team is about to take a major hit kaboom and and i don't think they're going to be drafted in the top five next year or anything i don't think they're suddenly going to be one of the worst teams in the league but they're not contending anymore and i think i think people hear me say that and they think oh you're saying they're going to like turn into you know the jaguars no i'm not i'm not saying they're going to be a terrible team well it depends on the quarterback but yeah We'll see, but 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 I also I you know I mean even even in some rough years they were still seven and nine which ain't fun but let me tell you something twenty years of no winning seasons well that was with your breeze also newer shit who else though yeah I mean I'm trying to figure out like the seasons but do you think the defense will be historically bad like it was during those stretches it depends on do you think the Saints are going to suddenly be like a five win team yes or no yes okay Okay. just just because right now we're going to lay down a bet right now. Today, they said that the Saints are $100 million over cap. Yeah. Okay. They they were Hall of Fame quarterback is retiring. They have a lot of people on the defense, which is the, the best part of the team, that they have to make some hard choices about. Mm-hmm. So, you know, whether they flip this roster in the offseason, like I got to say, I can't make my judgment this early. I have to see how they flip this roster because if – they just like you know some teams. Well, well, we just we have we have in they basketball could, you've think, paid that they, luxury. I tax. think they could go. I think they could have a losing record, no doubt. I'm not suggesting that they're going to be a winner. They're not going to be 12 and four again. I'll say that. I think we can all agree on that. I don't think they're going to be drafting in the top five of the the 2022 NFL. Draft. I, it depends. It depends on like okay, which so might everybody, not be a bad place to be because we've had this discussion sometimes when you're. When you're drafted at the top of the draft, there's a little more honesty within an organization about where you are as opposed to constantly just stuck in the middle. Now, you know, the, the thing is, he's banking on Jameis Winston resigning I, with the who Saints. Knows? He might and not that's resign I with he, the Saints. He, he, I'm like, nobody. He's a free agent. Like, why is it just, oh, he's going back to Dupree's and he told him it's his team. How you tell a free agent it's your team? Like, like, how you tell a free agent that? But, okay, so 
if I if you look at the quarterback that's going to be on the roster, Taysom Hill, and you get 16 games of Taysom Hill, I guarantee you win four games, Scott. You probably won't play all 16. <laughs> oh, oh that, that's that's uh, statistical. He might. I, the, the odds of Taysom being, I would say, I would say 40% Jameis, 40% Taysom, 20% someone else. That's where I'd put the odds. Say that again. Forty percent the starter week one is Taysom. Forty percent Jameis. Twenty percent someone else that we have. We're not like even thinking eyes. about. I like those eyes. You know, I like those eyes. Uh, because if you're Jameis, it's like if another team makes you an offer. It's worth decent mm-hmm. money, and they're like, "You're going to start." It's like, man, I didn't start last year, and y'all started that guy. Which and I made a million. Said, well, it's because I made a promise to him. That's I don't. This is the big leagues okay? This is the big leagues. You know, um, and, and even if it is Taysom or Jameis, like, is that – it might have to be Taysom because you have him under contract for one more year after this year, and you might not be able to get anyone. Um, you're going to – you know, Marcus Williams, Trey Hendrickson, Sheldon Rankins. Um, we mentioned Jameis Winston. All the – like, not all of those guys are going to be back. Uh, Quan Alexander is not under that contract. Janoris Jenkins not under that contract. He starters – are going to be replaced with guys that, you know, have been fine as backups. But then what happens? You need some affordable pieces. But then what that. happens to the backups? Because I the Saints had really good depth at not every spot, but a lot of spots this year. That's going to be gone next year. Kawan Alexander, like you said, is gone. Kawan, man, that difference between him and Anzalone. Big difference. Big difference. And he's he's going to be that's gone. Like, that's like having the satellite channel with a thousand channels and then just having <laughs> the old bunny ears antenna. With respect to Anzalone, who in his first, in his second year, I was like, this guy's athletic as hell. He's moving around and now, not anymore. I mean, he's out there just, it's, it's, you're a half a second slow in the, in the NFL. You might as well just be 15 minutes late. Yes. And then you got, um, I think the Saints are going to have to decide what they're going to do with Ramchek and Pete. You can't pay both of them. You can't just have. Well, Pete's already getting paid. Well, that's why I'm saying in a, in a sense of maybe they need to trade him or maybe move Pete. Um, you got Armstead, who's due $11.75 million salary. Correct. Cap hit of over $16 mil. Got to resign Ramchick. Taysom Hill has um, $12.2 million salary and bonuses. Cap costs the $16.2 mil. So he's on the team. And, that, and that's not that bad for a quarterback. For one year. Yeah, that's not, uh, that's not Ramchick, his salary cap cost right now is over $11 mil, but that's the last year of his rookie deal. Lattimore, same thing, ten point two four mil last year of his rookie deal. So you can resign him and bring. You can extend him, bring the cap number down. That's what they'll probably do. I don't think they trade either one of those guys because they're just young and and it actually benefits them that they're in the last year of their deal, but the cap number's high because it forces the Saints to either. You're not going to get great value when you trade someone with one year left. Maybe if they go somewhere and sign an extension, but but you don't want to. Trade either those guys. They're two of your best players, right? You got the 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 Jacks got a first round pick for Jalen Ramsey in his the last year of his deal. Yeah. So yeah. Marshawn, you know the Saints could. That's why I say it depends on how they want to flip this roster. Because I mean, you know the Jags. But are, then, but then, what if Jenkins is gone? So you're just gonna you're gonna lose both your starting corner. See, the Cowboys just uh, did it, Scott. All, we yeah, just and, did it. And how did it go? It, it was growing pain. That's my point. Like, like, I don't, I don't, f- I don't think. It's a hundred million dollars, Scott. It's a hundred million. He Lattimore is going to want 
a honey bun. That's the that's Thomas what it's called. Thomas Morstead's right now. probably going to be gone. Nick Easton, Malcolm Brown, probably not going to resign. Trey Hendrickson, Hendry, oh Hendrick, he's going to get paid somewhere. He's gone. He's gone. He's going to get paid big money somewhere. A um, lot of key Williams. players, guys. Marcus Williams. That's they want to bring him back. We'll see what the open market is. This is what I tell you right now, Scott. You you keep your stud corner, you you can find another safety. But if that stud corner costs a hundred million dollars, Scott, I don't know if the Saints ready to give that bag out on a the defense. They're gonna they're gonna make some big this this is a daunting offseason. Again, guys. We let win, it go. The window is closed. We let it go. Hundred million for a corner. The mm-hmm. window the window is closed. You gotta be a one or two. ESPN1420.com. Let's head to the phone lines at 269-1077. Welcome into the show. Hello. Good morning, guys. Hi. Good morning. Um, a comment prediction, and then I'll hang up and listen to your uh, feedback. Um, I, I'll take the 40% on Jameis. Uh, I think it'll be, uh, although not exactly the same, but uh, like Bridgewater where Jameis will go all in on a reduced contract for one year, show what he can do, have touchdowns, yards with minimal interceptions on the Peyton system, and then parlay that into a giant contract uh, the following year. So just his stock will be higher if he can show what he can do and what better system to do that in Peyton's system. Uh, also, I think there's a chance we may trade Lattimore or Ramchek with both of them kind of being in the same uh, fifth-year option. And my question to you guys is which one would you trade out of Ramchek or Lattimore if you had to? Thanks, guys. Um, all right, set, let's do the second part first. Okay. I would, if you had to trade one, I think I, I think, I think I would, I would go with Ramchek because safety. he hasn't missed. I mean, Lattimore has missed games with, with the hamstring injury. Yeah, but I'm going Marcus Williams. Oh no, he said if if the Saints have to trade one of the oh, two, oh, Ramchek oh, or Lattimore, which one do you think Ramchick, it would be? Because they have other O linemen, not at right tackle. No, not at right tackle. But I'm saying along the offensive line, Who? if Jenkins goes, because you have Armstead and you're going to have left side along the offensive line. <laughs> that's exactly. I don't, what I, don't I, said. Tra- I don't trade the best O lineman. It's been a multi-time APL pro. I don't know if I, I trade it. You don't. You just don't find cornerbacks on trees. Whichever no one you trade, you better draft the replacement in the first round with that pick. Now, see, that's the that's the thing. I don't. You know, offensive linemen. I think where the Saints end up with it in the draft, they can't replace them. The cornerback position. They drafted an old lineman last year, and he was not good this year. <laughs> oh, you talking about uh, Ruiz? Ruiz. Well, he started out good. He started out good. His run blocking was fine. His pass blocking was ugh. All right, let, let's let's go to the other question then. His point about Jameis Winston, his prediction that he'll do a Teddy Bridgewater move, you know, that will, in my opinion, be a lot of what will dictate that is what are the other quarterback situations around the NFL going to look like this offseason. You know, when you look at the Bridgewater situation, it's it's a good point because Saints have made that trade for him in the third round, looked like they would they wouldn't have him. He played for a year, played in week 17, wasn't good, but the Saints were resting everybody. Then the next offseason, he had an offer from Miami to be their starter, but it felt like it was more of a stopgap between maybe Tua or whoever they were going to draft. 
He was from there. They offered him a little more money, chance to start, two-year deal. And Miami is is coming off a, a, a good year. But at that moment in time, a couple of years ago, they weren't in the position they are now. So he looked at it and said, I'm going to take a little less. Saints ended up having to pay a little more. I think it was like over $7 million, one-year deal. And he said, I think this is going to be better for me long term. And it worked out for him. Mm-hmm. He ended up getting a, you know, 60 plus mil, three year deal from Carolina. But it wasn't like, I mean, that was Teddy's option. It was one place. And it, if you're Jameis, I do think the odds are, like back then, Teddy didn't know if he was going to get any playing time. I think we can agree that even with Taysom back, Jameis probably doesn't feel like he's going to be on the bench all year if he comes back to New Orleans. Well, I wouldn't trust Sean Payton. I mean, look what Sean Payton did with Alvin Kamara and Taysom Hill. Like, it's, we have shown that something with Taysom Hill and Sean Payton, they have an affair. They have something going on. And it's just, you know, I don't know if he wants to prove to the league that he could develop quarterbacks. I don't know if he just loves Taysom Hill's heart and his smile and his story. I don't know what it is, but he has a faxation with Taysom Hill. If and if he, I'm so, Jameis Winston, so, so what, I'm what, not dealing kinda, with it for another what, season. So so you you think if he gets a single offer, let's say let's say the money is relatively equal. Uh, well, you think he gets an offer to start anywhere else he's going? Yes. Anywhere. Yes, because like you said the quarterbacks have to unfold because you got some spots that and I'm not that, talking like six, seven-year deal. I'm talking like you have a chance to start this year to earn another contract. He could go right to the coats and fit right in. You know, so there's our openings. We just have to see with no combine going on. Does an NFL team want to take a rookie quarterback that they haven't really been able to scout all season? Some some quarterbacks haven't played the entire season this corona season. So you might want to go with a veteran who you know they can throw 30 touchdowns. You know they can throw 5,000 yards. Jameis might have a leg up on all the other quarterbacks that were probably losing. I know Bill Belichick would love to have a Jameis Winston over a Cam Newton right now up there in New England. So there's some spots. I know Denver is looking for a new QB. I think Jameis is going to have, depending on what quarterbacks are taken in this first round, I think Jameis is going to have a lot of more, a, a lot more options than Teddy Bridgewater had the previous year. <sighs> Thing is, he's a free agent. I mean, the draft isn't free agency is in March. The draft's not until what, late April, early mm-hmm. May. So it's not like he. It's not like he'll be able to know. He's not going to wait until. That's why I say he's going to have a leg up after the draft. He's going to have a leg up. But why is if a team is planning on drafting a quarterback, how is he going to know? It, they, he doesn't. It doesn't matter because the quarterbacks in the later round for those teams, like let's say the Broncos, Broncos. I mean, right now the favorites are Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence, but everything after that, it's it's questionable. So they can draft a quarterback in the first round and still have a quarterback playing. We just, you know, we witnessed two teams do it last season. With one, Jalen Hurts came in and started starting. So I I think Jameis is going to be okay. Then that's another thing. What are Carson Wentz land? What do they do? Do they keep him? I don't see anybody trading for that contract. Oh, but but, but people keep saying they trade him for Deshaun Watson. I, you know why? Because Deshaun's good, and there is there's you can Google it. There's kind of a, a loophole in Deshaun's contract that's not going to hurt you as much on the cap. But bro, you're comparing Deshaun Watson to Carson Wentz. No, I'm comparing the money. Yeah, and 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 if you're going to 
hurt your cap that much to 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 avoid signing other players, you're going to do it for a franchise quarterback, not a guy that's proven he's not a franchise quarterback. Yeah, but I mean, I just don't see you know the compare. I think the comparison is absurd if you're comparing those two. I'm comparing the money and the money. Yeah, but you can't just compare the money. That you're comparing a, a a contract that a guy is worth versus a contract that a guy has and is not worth. Okay, and this is where I, I, I'm blinding myself with it's not it's no variable of of contest of skill with the money. <laughs> I'm not trading for that because it's shown you win more Super Bowls when your quarterback isn't the highest played player on your team. So if you're a good team and you you, you really like Deshaun Watson, he's who's a gonna, who's going to probably win the Super Bowl this year. Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, that was the, the highest-paid player on their team. Right now, it's Patrick Mahomes, and that's if they win. That's the crazy part. Who's the highest-paid player on the Packers team? Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, and that's if they win, Scott. Now, who's the highest-paid player on the Bills? Who's know. the highest-paid player on the Bucks? So let's revisit that conversation. Single season, I think it's actually Tom Brady in no. terms of who's making the most right now. I, yeah, like I said. Well, I mean, that could be the case for the Chiefs. It could be somebody else that's making more than. No, bro. Now, when you sign a half a billion dollar contract, was well, it's all not? It's literally not a half a billion dollars in cash. You you know that Mahomes is the highest paid player on the team. I don't know that. I'm asking you. Yes. <laughs> this yes. this season. Your 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 point isn't off in that these guys are. Um, that that's why we were we were talking about the Chargers job months ago. I said I think it'll be the most appealing job opening in the NFL because you'll have a quarterback on. A rookie contract that you figure will get better. You've got a lot. You've got a talented roster. You've got cap space. You've got a lot to work with. Um, but a, the highest paid player and some of the highest paid players in the league, with the exception of Josh Allen, who's still on a rookie deal, is that isn't he? Yeah. I'll double check. Yeah, yeah. Josh Allen is on a rookie deal. With the exception of him, the other three are they're they're getting paid a lot of money. I mean, Tom, Tom Brady's getting twenty five million dollars. Yeah. Like, that's not, I mean, every other starting quarterback in the upper echelon contract is getting 30, 30 plus. So it's not, Tom Brady's contract isn't even that bad. It's it's the highest paid player on the team, though. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's not that bad, though. My point is, if you can trade for Deshaun Watson, we're not talking about the Saints anymore because that's not going to happen, guys. My point is, if you can trade for Deshaun Watson, you do it. You do it. Yeah, that, that, that goes for every team. Well, not if you have a franchise quarterback already. Well, no. But if you a, need a franchise quarterback, you do it. You just figure the rest so if out later. So if you're the Jets, you you trade. You just you go all in. Hell yeah. Yeah, not me. Absolutely. Not me. The Jets? You can yeah. get a franchise quarterback in New York, which you haven't had in a long time. Do it. Yeah. Do it in a second. Yeah, I'm not drafting none of my picks. Are you crazy? One hundred thirty-five million dollars and and more. And I, I already have holes. Like, the Jets team has problems already. Deshaun Watson. Every team that's bad that would make that trade is going to already have problems. And that's the thing. It's not a lot of bad teams that will make that trade. And that's that's why I'm sitting there like they make keep the saying. Trade. I, for, I, don't think, I don't think he's going anywhere. I don't yeah. think Houston's going to do it. All right. Well, the conversation. But, uh, no, that's, no. Because that's we, why I'm like, nobody's hypo- trading for it. We have hypotheticals all the time. Yeah, I think like, teams would nope. be willing to trade for him. I oh, just don't think Houston's going to do thousand it. thousand percent. I think a lot of teams would be trading. I'll trade for him, but guess what? I'm not giving up two first-round picks or one of my best players to take on a $135 million contract. It doesn't make space. It really literally doesn't make business. Franchise quarterback, I'd do it. 25-year-old franchise quarterback, I'd do it. I'm not trading it. Jay thinks you're crazy saying that Lattimore is going to get a $100 million contract. He ain't going to get a $100 million. I ain't think Byron Jones is going to get one either. 
Well, you were saying it's not really half a billion. It's not really a hundred million. I didn't think he was going to get it. He's not really getting a hundred million. Like, so you mean a hundred million, but with guarantees much less? Yeah, I mean it's a you. They don't never say in the in the. In the you headlines. just said it earlier when I was talking about Mahomes' yeah, but, contracts. I'm but just, I'm, I'm just, just saying, nobody never said. Dose of your own medicine. Um, Patrick Mahomes guaranteed two hundred fifty million dollars well, contract. The day it's signed, we, <laughs> we, we I'll, I'll always say it often because that's the big thing. But yeah, you know, the so, headlines. Yeah, he's he's going to get a eighty sixty five million dollar hundred million. I find, I find that more more outlets they, they used to never report it. Now I find that outlets usually will report even in the headline. Randy signs hundred million deal, seventy one mil guaranteed. Like you'll see that in more headlines. Back in the day, you never saw the the guarantee part of it. You just saw, you know, Roethlisberger, hundred million dollar man, or something like that. All right, two six nine ten seventy seven. Let's head back to the phone lines. Good morning, hello. Good morning, guys. I, I I'll tell you this much: if I'm the Saints, I call Houston and I ask them what you want. Like just just ask them. You want Cam Jordan? You want Michael Thomas? You want three picks? What you want? Because here's the deal. If you, in my opinion, from what I remember looking on this, this video that I saw, it showed all the teams that had been to the Super Bowl in the last 25 years, and of them, it was like the same seven or eight quarterbacks. Yeah, you got a Joe Flacco sprinkled in there, and Eli Manning somehow did it twice. But for the majority of the time, it was top-tier quarterbacks. And I think that you have enough talent, even though, like you said, Scott, you're going to lose a ton of depth. You have a lot of talent in this team because clearly you had two guys go 9-1 and one with Taysom Hill and Teddy Bridgewater. So I just think that they should do whatever they got to do to go get Deshaun Watson. I don't think it's possible. I think Houston's going to want the whole entire franchise. But I would at least look into it because at the end of the day, you you got to do something because if Drew's done – He's done. And one last thing, and I'll say this and I'll listen to you guys. I just wanted to say this out loud. There's a lot of people out there that are, like, mad at the Saints or mad at Drew or whoever about him playing through injuries and all this and can't believe they didn't do something different about it. The man knew he was retiring. The man knew this was his last season. You could have cut off his foot and he was still going to try to play. You had guys like Ronnie Lott who cut off half a finger right after a football game so he could play the next week and not have to miss any time. Drew was doing it because I think he knew this was it. So who cares if he had to play through injuries? He did it. He toughed it out. And more kudos to him. It's not that simple. I hang up and listen. It's not that simple. Now, also, it's not Frank, that simple. Frank Clark is the highest played player on the Chiefs. Just let you know that. Never How much is that. he making in guaranteed money this year? $25 million. How much is Mahomes making? 24 Okay. <laughs> so he's the second to highest. You ask the question, I give the answer. What was the point Scott? you made? You said if you look at the last Super Bowl winners, the quarterbacks were not one of the highest paid players. And he, well, I said the highest, the right. the single. Okay, and he won All a right. Super Bowl. Not your being. your your point is still invalid in no, my opinion. And then I got I got. Let me finish this off for you too. So, Marlon Humphreys, Tre'Davious White. Oh, Jalen Ramsey. I, I wasn't arguing. Oh, in terms of contract. Yeah, those are okay. Jalen Ramsey, hundred million dollar, twenty twenty a year. Marlon Humphrey. How much guarantee? Seventy one. Uh, and he's the best. And he's the best. And it doesn't have a guarantee on here. I think it's seventy one mil. Because I think I think it was the record for a cornerback at the time. So Patrick Peterson re-signed a contract two years ago, and it was seventy million dollars. So I'm gonna say the over under is about seventy million dollars for guaranteed. 
total or contract. Overall. Total contract. No, it, it might be a little higher than that for Lattimore. That's what I'm saying. I'm looking at, you know, Darius Slay, $50 million. I, if the Saints could get him at Tredavious White number, $70 million total contract, it's probably like Tredavious $50 million. Good, man. And he's better than, he's good. you know, so that's why. He's good, man. Hey, man. Oh, Marcus Marcus Peters isn't that good. And he got no. forty two million dollars. <laughs> so see, he's good at talking. So I, I, that's all I, you know. I, I look at the Saints are going to have to open up that coin purse and pass around some of that change. It might, and then it'll be a big signing bonus so that his cap number in twenty twenty one is like minimal. Yeah, and then they'll just hope that the cap grows over the years. And the start. I'm just so interested on. What do the Saints do with the quarterback position? I think that's what gets my gears going. The number one storyline of the offseason. Because um, if, it's, if it's 16 games of Taysom Hill, Scott, y'all going to have to deal with me every every week. Every week. And I love it. I love it. Because I ain't going to uh, the the Oh, Norm, the Cowboys and the Dak Prescott. Hey, I got some takes that freezing cold takes that might start heating up. You know, the, the Michael Thomas is only great with Drew Brees' take. Now we about to see. We about to some, see. Like I, he pointed out, I have some freezing cold takes that might heat up. <laughs> I'm hoping the microwave works. Norman Locke, Scott Prather, it's ESPN1420.com. All right, um, to, to the caller's other point, we covered this early in the show. It's not as simple as, hey, he played through injury, you know, Hats off to him, and he knew he was going to retire. As we were saying, it's not, it's not, if it was that simple, I would agree with you. It's not just an injury, it is the kind of injury. Yeah, it's the type of injury. It's, there's, I don't Position know, there's not, a, there's not a, 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 a certain point for every single player where you say, okay, this was dumb and he shouldn't have done it, or this was heroic. It's going to vary position by position. If he indeed had a torn rotator cuff in his shoulder, which Norm and I disagreed on, I don't think he did because if he did, I don't think he's able to throw the ball more than five yards. But if he indeed had that, then he shouldn't have been playing because it's one thing when you've got torn fascia or broken ribs and there's a lot of pain that you're having to deal with, but you're still able to do your job effectively. If you have a torn rotator cuff in your other shoulder, not your throwing shoulder, you could still effectively probably do your job better than maybe some other options. That's different. You know, if Phillip Rivers, he played on a torn ACL, probably wouldn't have been able to play two weeks later had they won that championship game back in 08 or whenever it was. RG3 played it, on one also. It's right? like if they're playing on that, if, but if his, if his arm had been broken and it was his throwing arm and suddenly he can't, you know, have now he's struggling with the forward pass. Well, now it's not, wow, he's heroic and he's gutting through it and he just wants it all. Now it's, okay, he wants that, but he's but he's hurting his team in the process. So there's and I don't we don't know the full story with Drew Brees. So I'm not going to sit here and make a make a, a statement definitively saying shame on him. He he really hurt the team. And I know that everyone wants to either jump on one side or the other. Brittany Brees put some stuff online. We don't know the extent of it. I know he was on the injury report in the middle of the season with a shoulder injury, but he went into Tampa Bay in week nine when he was on the report with a shoulder injury and threw four touchdowns and threw the ball 32 times. I don't think he did that with a torn rotator cuff. Sorry. Yeah, uh, that's uh, Brittany Brees. Maybe you just need to clarify a little bit. Brittany. Brittany. 
I know. I don't know why. I just if someone's named Brittany, I just call him Bert. Oh, okay. I was. Like I don't saying, know why. I, I just call him Bert. She had a like an asterisk Brittany. or something. No, 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 no. Brittany. She's okay. So yeah, Brittany. So I don't know. You know, if you was just trying to get a little you padding stats for the likes. I know some people do that on Instagram. We all do it. Padding stats. No, I think it was a wife just seeing the heat her husband was taking and was like, listen, guys, listen. He he had all these injuries and still threw for 2,500 yards. But now, you know what's the craziest part? I think the the thing that hurts Drew the the absolute most is that Tom Brady's going to break all his records next season. You think think he's going to break the all-time passing record? Yeah, it's only like, what, 1,500 yards or something like that? I think he's, he's not that far away. Uh, and total, I think he has total touchdowns. It's it's like only like four stats, and it's not like yeah. he's not he's not that far away. No, no, Brady, Brady, assuming Brady plays next year, he's gonna break it. Yeah, so it's like now completion percentage and some of the other oh, ones no, yeah. Breeze will have, but the big ones, yeah, yeah. So I think that's that's where it sticks him. I think that's where when he was walking out the Superdome, he looked back and he looked back and saw all his stats <laughs> on the field. And, just not about the hold he'd tra- up. He'd trade that for another Super Bowl ring, but he can't. <laughs> he can't. He can't. <laughs> Window closed, man. Window closed. Uh, someone uh, J email says, "What do you think the Saints can get for Cam Jordan?" I don't think the Saints are trading Cam. I mean, that's he's the 30. third person though. That's the third person that said that the Saints should trade Cam. They, they, he didn't have his best season, but he's thirty. He's actually on a, a contract that isn't awful. That's that's what I told the other two people. Was like, Norm, we we should trade Cam. I was like, his contract not even that bad. Like his production for contract is—he's one of the people you should most definitely keep and let retire. I think there's a, there's a, there's an idea that maybe okay, well now he's hit this play. Plus, you're about to lose Hendrickson, you, you, oh, Davenport. You know is not reliable. I mean, he could he could he could be he could have a week where he like is the player of the week in the NFL, and the next week he's going to miss the game with a with a with a he's you the, know he's a, the a player of the week with five almost sacks. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he, he'll whatever it might be. There's there could be a moment where you're like, God, dog. Like, did you see that? And the next week, Davenport out, Nick, right? Or Davenport out, um, uh, stub toe in in Friday's practice. And you talk about the locker. I mean, you can't ignore that part about locker room culture when you're about to have big changes in that organization. You're going to get rid of Cam Jordan. It's some people were asking. To bring back Mark Ingram. How do you feel about that? The only way Ingram plays for the Saints next year is if they have an injury in the middle of the season and Ingram's not on anybody's team. And that would be cool, but the guy just got benched for the last five games for a playoff team. Ingram was a pro bowler for Baltimore last year. He had 72 carries this year for a team that likes to run, run, run. Yeah. I love Mark. Hit that He's wall. a great dude. And you could say, oh, Cam didn't hit a wall. It's different when you're a running back that's 30. in your 30s than when you're a DN. I mean, you can it just it's different. And so I'm not I'm not saying it's it might not happen, but Latavius is under contract, Kamara's under contract, and Ingram Taysom is under contract. Taysom's under yeah. Let's throw him in there. We're talking about the run game. Ingram, while I love him, I don't think he's an off season addition. And okay, we're gonna bring him back. I mean, one, there's really not a lot of carries for him to begin with. Yeah. And um it's only if he's just not on a team and during the season and then Murray or someone gets hurt and they can bring him in on, you know, a cheap contract in the middle. That's the only way. Do you keep Cook? Oh no, no. He's gone. <laughs> he's gone. Cook's gone. And and he's you know, he's gonna be thirty four, thirty five, you know. Um but no, he's I think Cook is gone and I think his contract's up too, so 
I mean, you've only, like you said, you don't have much money to spend, right? You can spend money on bringing a cook back? I give him a Dr. No. Pepper, a Diet Mountain Dew. <laughs> you can't have mine. Pay him in Bitcoin. You can't have mine. It's <laughs> aluminum shortage. I was telling you before we go on the air, I have to, I have to you know, siphon through different grocery stores just to find a case of Diet Mountain Dew anywhere. Yeah, I don't think, I remember the last time I went on a hunt for something like that. You know what it is? I went on a hunt for like that. You know what you don't see in a lot of gas stations? They're only in certain Circle K's, Scott. The sour cream and onion ruffle ruffles. I, I'm about to say something that a lot of your friends might not like. A lot of people in my timeline might not like Uh-oh, because they have, Uh-oh. they have, they're still hurt by the way AD left town for the Pelicans. Okay, okay. Dude, those lime and jalapeno ruffles are fire. Those things are good. I've heard good things I'm about te- all line ma- chips. Everyone about makes all- fun of AD because, oh, he wanted to get out, and his first big endorsement deal was Ruffles. And, by, and by the way, I didn't like how AD left, but obviously it worked out for him. Let's be real. But those those Ruffles, y'all all make fun of them for? I'll eat, I'll eat those all day. You see, and it's hard those to find good. Ruffles in the, in the gas stations. It always lays products, but I'll be looking specifically for sour cream and onion Ruffles. And they don't only specific certain K's have them, and I know they know when I come in there, I'm coming for just the sour cream. They know, and onion so they rubber. know you by name because it's only like two Circle K's that. All got right, them. like we're out of sour cream, man. Better try again next time. You're like we got to restock, Norm. You can't bought one every day for the past week. That's five. That's five of them right there, bro. <laughs> Two six nine ten seventy seven two six nine one zero seven seven. Welcome into the Great Scott Show. Hello. Somebody needs to tell Brittany Breeze just <laughs> shut up. She is now out of the spotlight. Goodbye. Where was she? What ten years ago? When Drew says, "I don't know nothing about no bounty." How could you be the leader of that team in the face of the franchise and know nothing about no bounty? Just another reason that I hate the Saints. First of all, first of all, <laughs> to tell a woman to shut up is disrespectful. I mean, she has the right to post something on Instagram. Would you agree? Yeah, yeah. You can't tell her shut up. It's her husband. Like, what you, what you mean? It's Come her on, husband. Man. Come on. Like, it's disrespectful. Yeah, like. That garbage out of here. It's her husband. You need some real, you need some lessons from Norm on how to actually. Troll. Yeah, that was that was yeah, that was, no, that was yeah, weak. Yeah, he, was he, weak. T- he went zero to, th- to a thousand. You <laughs> know, yeah. yeah. let's yeah. bring up let's bring up Bounty Gate. Yeah, like yeah. what did they have to do with anything? Nothing. Like, Nothing. You but, mean when every uh, that all that does is see the reason you don't want to do that is because then if 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 you wanted to troll susceptible Saints fans, ones that actually fall for it. Don't bring up Bounty Gate, which is like, if you really want to go do all the the hard work and evidence on it, you control and say, I don't believe any of that. And they'll just say, oh, well, look what Taglib you did. And look at the players getting off and look at the evidence and look at the story about how Minnesota had it and look at this. And But now you've got them totally out of the moment arguing about something back in the day closer to when they had won a Super Bowl. And yeah, you might rile them up, but if you wanted to troll a susceptible Saints fan, ones that are going to fall for... Norman, which some apparently do, he has to do it all the time. I think, I think, I think you think the numbers are larger than they are. No, it's really, it's really. But not. if you wanted to do it, play to the moment, man. Yeah. 
Saints fans are hurting now. Yeah. You know, there, there's uh, a new social media platform called Clubhouse. Yeah, you've told me about this. And, and, and basically, I think it was created just for Norm to go in there and get people riled up. Yeah, and there's certain rooms like that all New Orleans Saints fans have, you know, come together and they, they get together every Sunday morning and they talk about what they think is going to happen before the Saints game. And then after the Saints game, they recap all their frustrations together. And the room gets kind of big, like uh, up to like 100 People could get in the room. And before the games, you know, they call me in to tell me I don't know anything. And some people agree, but mostly disagree, you know, just because I don't I don't give the favorable takes on the Saints. But lately, since Sunday, they've been kicking me out the room. <laughs> they haven't even allowed me to come in and come say my piece. They see me down there and they, they start I like how speaking. You, I like how you put it that way. Come say my piece. Like they're, you're going in there with with. Like, you're going in there in peace. Man, you're going in there for war. <laughs> you know that gift of Schwarzenegger and Predator where he's putting the, like, eye mark, like, under his... Uh, he's got the camo oh. on. That's Norm when he's about to go into one of these things. The only reason why I didn't show up in an all-black suit today is because I couldn't find my batteries for my camera, Scott. Just know I want to come in... With an all black suit. You told suit me that on. yesterday. You like, almost came in money in an all black suit. I was like, I did, man. Yeah. Yeah, I, was like, Dude, I was sad, bro. <laughs> because, you know, just the amount of Saints fans that I told that Sunday, right before the game, I'm like, Saints not scoring over 21 yeah, points. Yeah. You picked them to win last week. On your you show. Picked you picked them to win. Yeah. You see, there's there's Norm again. Yeah, but I said it differently on this other show. So, so I have injuries these don't I affect myself, the game. I give myself these outs. Injuries don't affect the game. If a starter, if two starters... Neither of those guys start. Taysom Hill's a starter on everywhere. No, he doesn't. He, he's, he starts he's a, everywhere. He's a key player, I tell you that much. If he's if he's good next year, it's because he's still Taysom Hill and not the starting quarterback. If you have oh. another starting quarterback and you're using Taysom, then, then, he, then you're using him right. If he's no. the starting quarterback, it's, no. it's, it's, it's I bad. want 16 games of Taysom Hill. I don't think he'd Because I need would, to go would, back and tell everyone who all told me they needed more tape, oh, you, oh, you, I got more tape for you. And I want to show them all 16 of them games. All they can tell you right now, Norm, is they'll just say three and one, bro. That's all they'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> That's the Saints fans I, I don't That's argue the, with. That's the ones you, you don't. Don't argue. why because they're they're like they act like you do in the clubhouse chat or whatever they just keep throwing a stat and don't pay attention to any of the other evidence. It's, it's really only it's a kind few of, Taysom Hill know, riders. It's only a few. It's only that number is a lot smaller than you think it is. Taysom Hill starting quarterback. You mean? Yeah, it's, it's Nick Hunter under here on the game. You know, it's weird because like it it shows you how fickle some fans are. Like. The body of work for Taysom was so slim for a while. And I'm not talking about his quarterback. I mean, as a football player. That, like, of course there's going to be a love affair. Like, every time he touches it, good things are happening. But it's not like this is, like, this isn't bulletproof. Like, there, 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 there is, there's, he's effective, but it's not, like, at some point he's going to mess up. And, and I remember saying this last year. I'm like, and when he messes up, you know, a lot of fans will be like, oh, what are you doing? And sure enough, in week three against Green Bay, when he fumbled it, why did you put him in the game? What the hell are you doing? I'm like, they put him in the game a lot in those situations, and it works. Now, didn't work here, and then as the season went on, there was more evidence of fumbling, and of course, when he started quarterback, he has the ball more, so the turnovers increased. And there were some fans on Sunday morning that's like, I I think this is better off. I'm glad he's not in there now. Peyton's not going to bring him in. You know how bad they could have used Taysom Hill? The first two drives of the game, if you have Taysom Hill – 
I can't prove it. But there is a chance that you're you're up 14 nothing instead of 6 nothing Because in the red zone, when he's in there, and I'm not saying it would have been on third down, I'm talking about the entire approach to those to that red zone drive, at least the one of the two that's in the red zone, is different. Your approach on third and short or third it's and four different and when the is different. Up, so. Correct. That's what I say. But, but so like, that's but like why I flipped the pick. The fickle nature of fans was like, oh, I'm so glad. It's like a year ago... You couldn't get enough of him. A year ago in the playoff game against Minnesota, he was like one of two players that actually played good. And everyone's like, oh, man, love this guy. And then a year later, he's hurt the morning of the game. And, ooh, this is a good thing. No, it's not a good thing. It's not a good thing. That was bad. Uh, a friend of mine is listening in. He said, you wow for eating those ruffles. <laughs> I'm not wild, dude. I, if you, if you, if you ever, bring them to me. He said he talking about lime ruffles at 8 a.m. No, no, no. He said my stomach is Lime hurting. and jalapeno. Oh, yeah. No, it's not plain lime. No, get that out of here. AD's ruffles are lime and jalapeno. Mm-hmm. Come on now. Ooh, that no. sounds like a, a stomach ache. Oh no! The, like I, I ate some last night with some spicy chicken sandwich salad, rather, and and my stomach was, you know, it was it was, it was an early morning, but man, it was good. I'm wild. Bring some next week. We we'll eat some on the air. Maybe we can get AD on to talk about his ruffles with that, you know, sparkling personality of his. Yeah, yeah. bubbly. You know, man, live, live, I'm happy in ruffles, man. No, that commercial's cringeworthy. Yeah, he's gonna be in Space Jam too, right? I saw the clip. It looks nice. I'm excited. Yeah, I don't. I'm excited. Never seen the first one. Oh, stop it! I've never seen it. No, stop. It. I've never seen it. You'd stop it. I've never seen it. Stop it. So you never saw Michael Jordan go through the golf hole. Oh, stop it! That was the most unbelievable part of the movie. Right. I was like, one more call before we wrap up this uh, interesting hour of the Great Scott Show. Scott and Locke. It's Norman Locke with me on a Thursday morning. Welcome into the show. Hello. Thank you, guys. Hey, my Circle K Tough Find is triple shot cafe mocha Starbucks drinks, just so I know the ruffle struggle has got to be real. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. My question is, I can take it off the air, is that, you know, what do you guys feel about Mac Jones possibly being drafted late in the front to the Saints? I know they don't traditionally get a quarterback that early in the past, but uh, what's your thoughts? And I'm doing a great job. Thank you all. I'm going to say... That's my third best quarterback. I think it's a. I think the Senior Bowl is a big week for him. I think he can he can boost his stock a lot this week. Um, I've seen some Mac drafts, drafts that have him like in the top ten or the top twenty. So I don't think he'd be there at twenty eight. But I don't think if Sean Payton it. falls, my friend Ralph Malbro, who's a Saints historian, he he made a good point to me yesterday, Norm. He said. Sean Payton wanted to draft Patrick Mahomes, and the reports were that he was going to had Mahomes fell to him. Chiefs moved up, I think, from like 28. I mean, yeah, they, moved they moved up, up from up. the 20s all the way to, I think it was the 28th right spot. Right before the Saints. Where the Saints are drafting 28 this year. They moved from 28 to 10. They took Mahomes, and it was one of my worst takes ever that was like, Phew, thank God the Saints dodged that bullet. Mahomes, big 12 quarterback that don't play defense. I couldn't have been more wrong about Mahomes than I'll – I'll eat that L forever. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and act like I, I called it right. I was way wrong. But the point is, he probably feels validated by that and that, that I was right about Mahomes and a lot of people weren't right. If he becomes infatuated with a quarterback, seeing what Kansas City did, is he going to say, look, Reed moved up. I'm sitting here at 28. They need as much draft capital as possible right now because of the cap situation. 
But sometimes Sean is pretty reckless, especially when it's something that he really wants. He likes trading up in the first round. Oh, my God. I mean, the trading down is like a sin for them. It yeah. drives me crazy. So, I mean, look, and they've traded up for guys like Cedric Ellis Gavin and Brandon Barr. Cooks and, and Davenport, and it's like – and they traded up for Mark Ingram, and that, that wouldn't work. But some of the other ones you would say, based on what you gave up and the value you got back, it's it, it, maybe not. Ricky Williams. Oh, no, Ricky Williams was awesome. <laughs> Trade up for him. Mike Dicko. <laughs> I mean, it's one, he, it was one of the worst ever. Poor Rick. You know, we get, we gets caught I love up. Ricky Williams. Though. Me too. Ricky was great for three seasons with the Saints. I mean, he missed he missed like seven games with an injury, but when he was on the field, he was great. Everyone just, you can't live up to the um, hype of an entire draft and a first and a third the next year. You just, you can't live up to that. Does. And so everyone knocked him for it, but. Now, Ricky Williams was awesome. No, I love Ricky. Ricky and then the Saints actually got two first-rounders back from him, which they packaged up to trade Jonathan Bleeping Sullivan. So let's not get into the history of the Saints trading up and just how great that's been. Point is, if Sean, let's say it's Mac Jones as the caller pointed out, because I don't think – I don't think I think if he has a good senior bowl week, he'll probably move up. I don't think he'll be there at 28. Whether it's him or some other QB that Sean becomes infatuated with – if he wants to move up and take him, he's going to do it. I like Mac Jones. <laughs> uh, people, people right now is telling me, you know, Norm, he's not, he's not athletic. He had all these players where I'm like, bro, y'all just, I don't know. I don't I, really have. So you like him? I don't, I don't have a strong opinion of him right now. I just from watching Tua in Alabama all last season, and then watching what Mac Jones has done this season. I mean, he has stud wide receivers, but there's quarterbacks that got stubbed wide receivers that still don't pull up those numbers. So, you know, fundamentals, I just I think he reads the 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 field really well. He's got nice size. I think he can be, you know, a big Ben S type quarterback. He's not athletic, but the guy can make all the throws and all the reads. And if the one thing that I know coming from Nick Saban, he knows how to thrive under pressure. He he's gotta be good in the locker room because he's set for like three seasons as a backup, and he didn't opt out to transfer. He sat and he waited his time I at think, Alabama. I think it's just – no, you know, and there's there's something to that. When you're playing with the best talent on the field, how – it makes it makes it harder. Like like people dog Josh Allen a lot in Wyoming. It was like, hey, he ain't playing with much. And I think it, it just – if you get infatuated with a guy, you can – you can use the argument whichever way you want. Oh, yeah, well, he should have played better despite, you know, he played in this conference in terms of Josh Allen. With Mac Jones, you could say, look how good he is. And on the flip side, you could say, yeah, but he had he was working with by far the best talent. I don't know. Because, I, I mean, I, I, like I, I, I'm not going to I'm not going to make an argument either way because I, I don't I don't have a strong opinion of him. But, I mean, you're going to be at the Senior Bowl. I got I mean, him I, at three. I, Before the Senior Bowl, I got him listed at three oh, on my list. I got him at Norm's going to be at Senior Bowl next week. I want your – we're gonna, we're gonna get a breakdown from because you're gonna get some up close and personal. Oh, they got the hitters there. I don't know Jones. how they got Devontae Smith. He's not gonna participate in the game. Oh, because it's right down the road. It's like, hey, let's drive here. You can meet with a couple of GMs and get them all. Well, what he's what, what he's trying to do is leapfrog Jamar Chase in the draft process because he can make another ten million dollars if he gets the he's, if he's the first wide receiver off the board with the Dolphins. It's a business decision. You go down there and you, um, you know, a little, little PR, a little marketing for yourself. Hey, hey, you, look, you nudging Tua Tua. All right, we got lines lit up at 269-1077, but we are way overdue for a break. We'll take a commercial break, come back. It's Scott and Lockmore 
on the NFL. We'll dig into um, the conference championship games and Lafayette's own Dustin Poirier. Story here, but everywhere else, it's all about Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor. Can Dustin pull the upset? Can he get it done? He will never have a bigger stage than he has Saturday night. And this is a guy that's headlined UFC pay-per-views. But McGregor's returning to the octagon. That's the, that's the big storyline. But you got a two-time division UFC champ in McGregor taking on Poirier, who's been a former UFC champ himself. And some thoughts on that. It's all coming your way next, ESPN1420.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome in to the great Scott Show, the great sports callers open think tank. Scott and Locke, Norman Locke in the house as he is every Thursday with me. And he is uh, enjoying my disappointment. He's been smiling, beaming. Man. He's like, this is this is this is like drugs for him. This is like PEDs for him. Oh, I I gritty in front of my grandma. I FaceTime her. That's wrong. Hit the gritty for grandmother. Oh, yeah. Oh, she's all. She's she's one of those fans, you know, like, I mean, most Saints fans that are, you know, sad to see Drew Girl. She's a lifer. She's a real fan. She's sad to see Drew Girl. It's just funny to me that, you know, even with everybody giving Drew his flowers they deserve, it's just like, we all forget about San Diego Drew Brees. It's just like I was laughing. My friends like, so y'all, so there's no buying a San Diego Drew Brees throwback jersey. Like, so it's just non-existent. We just always will forget that Drew Brees playing for this played for the San Diego Chargers for like five seasons. No, I'm just I'm just asking. I just never that, see it brought up. What? Who cares? I know. I know. I just that's just weird. It's like his career didn't start until 2006. I just be like. What? Well, I mean, what? That's, that's not true. What? He was a Pro Bowler in San Diego. Yeah, that's, that's why I'm I, like. I, my, my guess is it probably gets brought up with the Chargers a lot because while Rivers was good, they they all they all can't lie to themselves and act like he was better than Breeze. So that brings the that's, that's, that brings the question: Is Philip Rivers truly a Hall of Famer? Mm-hmm. <sighs> I don't know. I don't. I, I no, don't, I, you, you don't think he is, but he is. Yeah, I don't think he is because he is. If you play a long time and you just throw for a bunch of yards, does that equal getting into the playoffs? I mean, get into the the Hall of Fame? According to the the last 10 years of Hall of Fame voting amongst pro football Hall of Fame voters, the answer is yes. Okay, so who, like, I don't have the list on me. But I mean, he was an eight-time Pro Bowler. Who's the last, who's the last in 17 years? Who's the last couple quarterbacks to get into Hall of Fame? I know, like, Peyton Manning, he's one. Um, I'm trying to see because it, you know I just I know for sure he's not a first ballot. I know for sure it's not. It's gonna take him some time to get there. But I don't, I, man. If it's not like a 20 year, 30 year wait, I'm gonna be upset. You'll be, you'll be in 20 year. No, 20 year wait. No, then you're then you're not eligible. Then you have to wait to get in on the uh, whatever they call it, not senior committee, but the veterans. They they add those two older players yeah. each year. No, he'll get in. Look at in. Cause I don't, I don't, I don't. So Tony is Tony Romo Hall of Famer? Probably not. What's the difference? Stats, longevity. I mean, so I'm the, not, I'm not, I'm not telling you that if you put Rivers up with the other quarterbacks of is this Matt era, Matt Ryan, 
a Hall of Famer. <laughs> Not yet, but he's he's getting there. I hate to say it. He's getting there. Is Matthew Stafford a Hall of Famer? Yeah. <laughs> he is. Like, I'm not even telling you that I, I, this isn't how I would vote. Yeah, but that this isn't how I would vote. And I know, but 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 the answer by the time let's say Stafford plays another six, seven years, he might Stafford when he retires might be the NFL's all time leading passer. He might be. He is. He is trending in that direction. And if he plays another five years, you don't retire as the all time leading passer in a league that advertises itself and promotes itself about offense and fantasy football, and we love to sling it out and all that other stuff and not get into the Hall of Fame. Well. You don't. They just they just need to let everybody in. I, you I, can't I'm, do that. I'm going to start Quarterback a is treated call. different like other positions. I'm going to do a Joe Fracco fan club. Joe Fracco need to be. Joe in Flacco the, is not a Hall of Fame. No, he. he huh. Huh. Not even close. I don't know why. Why he shouldn't check the stats. He's played. He has longevity and he has some stats. He, he doesn't have. Boring. He does not have like two decades worth. You you play a so dec- Ryan Fitzpatrick. No, he's a, he's been a backup. No, now you're just getting ridiculous. I'm just. Asking. You think that Joe Flacco and Ryan Fitzpatrick are in the same mold as Philip Rivers or Matthew Stafford or Matt Ryan? Not even close, bro. Not even close. You know I'm right. You're, you're trying here, but it ain't working. They're in the same mode no. of all of them not being worthy to be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. They're they're, they're in a different class. I'm not even. I think I think nah. you can make a, I think you can make a strong case against some of the not not obviously Flacco and Fitzpatrick aren't, but the other guys. Sure, you could look at them and 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 I'll I'll hear the argument. I'm just telling you that they're all going to get in. Yeah, if uh, you want to argue that they shouldn't, go ahead. But they're all getting into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I'm I'm over here saying that they shouldn't. I like you said. People Your standard for Hall of Fame and quarterback is measured by what? Aside from Norman's eyes. Greatness amongst your peers. So that's, you know, you don't have to be a, all a supreme winner, but greatness amongst your peers. So if I was to say Philip River amongst his peers while playing 17 seasons, he never at one time was the best quarterback in the league. Now, not, that, well, doesn't, that doesn't mean. That doesn't mean he did in the Hall of Fame, right? Right, right, right. Then you go to Frank Gore be in the Hall of Fame when it's all said and done. A lot of people don't agree. A lot of people just because he longevity of playing, you know, the the NFL like like it's starting. It's weird. It's starting to become. There's a small aspect of the NFL Hall of Fame that's kind of like the Baseball Hall of Fame in that you never have to be the best, but if you play a really long period of time at an offensive position. Right, at an offensive position, quarterback, and we'll say Frank Gore running back. But at this point, longevity, Frank Gore is extremely rare. Like, longevity at this point is basically reserved for quarterbacks and kickers and punters, and that's it. Because the other ones, you just get too beat up. So Gore is like an exception of the rule. So I'll just say quarterbacks, similar to in baseball, if you play a long period of time and you're – you know, and as, as a starter, and you accumulate a ton of stats, and you get to the playoffs some, and you win some games, and you're considered top six, top seven in your position for a long period of time, they'll put you in the Hall of Fame. That doesn't mean you deserve to go. And I that's, mean, who, that's who's and, to say and what's question, deserving and what's not? The voters. We, we're not voters. They get, they're the ones that determine who deserves it or not. I mean, technically. Yeah. yeah, yeah yes. Technically, like I mean, that's it's the not case a fan like, vote, and yeah, if it was a fan vote, that would be that'd be even worse. Let's be honest. Yeah, but I mean, again, that's just because they, the the writers and the vote, everybody disagree with those voters anyway. 
because they got a lot of snubs. Like T.O. shouldn't have been held off a first ballot Hall of Fame. No, that's true. But you got people who going to jump for Philip Rivers and he ain't did nothing. Philip did a lot. Come on. What can you give? What's the best thing Philip ever did? What's the best thing Philip ever did? Taking like, give his me, team. I mean, give I think, me, give me, give me the moment of Philip Rivers' career. Because it, it was in a loss. <laughs> it was in a loss. It was probably his most notable moment. Would you agree? Played a which, championship which, game. Which played loss? a championship game with a torn ACL. That loss is his, 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 his. I would say, in terms of entire career, it's the it's the moment people remember most. Yes. Out oh, of boy. <laughs> The kids can rub that You're going to dig on him for playing with a torn ACL? I'm going to dig on him for being a loser, Scott. Not for not for he playing on a lot the of games. He threw for over fifth all-time passing yards. At a boy. Fifth all-time touch. Second all-time in terms of consecutive starts. Matt Ryan. He's 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 he's, he's a, a, a better version of Matt Ryan? Is he a better version of Matt Ryan? Oh, is Matt Ryan a better version of Philip River, Rivers? Rivers has been doing it a little bit longer than Ryan, so let's see what Ryan does the next couple of years with this new regime coming to Atlanta. Mm. And you know I don't like Matt Ryan, but I'll – look, stats are stats, wins are wins. Mm. I mean, I'll, I'll say that. Mm. You just don't like Philip Rivers. No, he's just not a Hall of Famer. I just you don't just, see no, – in his time There's something, there's something personal. There's something, there's something he did that in his in, in his 17 years – You hate Bolo – that's what it is. He hates Bolo ties. It's like in 17 years, you never was the best – you wasn't even the top two quarterback in your conference. It's always Peyton Manning or Tom Brady. Then you go to the whole entire NFL. If you want to throw Aaron Rodgers, Big Ben – Drew Brees and I even put Eli Manning in there before Philip Rivers. You say the best. I mean, was Tim Brown ever the best wide receiver well, in the NFL I didn't, for I didn't, single season? Again, we could go, we could go up and down the list of I didn't tons break of it down. that weren't the best. Right, but I went while from they were playing, but I went they were from, they were in the top five. I went from the best in the NFL, then I went to the best in the conference. Was Chris Carter the best wide receiver in the NFC during his career? How long did it take him to get in the, in the NFL in the Hall of Fame? One or two years, not long. Uh, but he's in. Who cares? So now you're changing the subject. We're no, no, guys no, that no, are in. no. One, Chris Carter again. I, I, absolutely a they, Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer, but again, absolutely, when you have one hundred percent, when you have the same voters, don't see To as a first ballot Hall that, of Famer. That's a different how much, discussion. No, that's, that's a how, different how discussion. can I say I can believe in? What they're voting for, or the process that they go through, or each person that they but now pick you're, is. But now you're arguing about Hall of Fame voters and how the criteria should be different, or they should just be replaced. You know why? Because Philip Rivers different. doesn't deserve to make it. Philip uh, Rivers says this. It doesn't deserve he's, to. Make it. He's gonna. Like he's, you say, if you play, if you play long and you you're pretty average and you you, you pretty make, average. If you play long, if you play long at quarterback and you just throw, are a you bunch suggesting of yards, like, that he was an average NFL quarterback, bro? Okay, that is ridiculous. all right. So this is he's not great. He's not great. Hall of Fame mean you're a, you were great in your era. That's how I see it as you were great. When we talk about greats, if we say Drew Brees, Tom Brady, Big Ben, greats. I would never ever think to fill up Philip Rivers. I wouldn't put in the Eli last 17. in the Hall of Fame either, but he's definitely going to put him into. Uh, man, Eli got two Super Bowls. Philip Rivers was better. The than greatest, Eli not not to me. He's not better than Eli Manning. No, he was Eli's Eli was an MVP to his team. 
You don't Phillip think Philip Rivers was the best player on his team? No, Ladainian Thompson by, by, by La- far. Ladainian has been out of the league for years. But he's been oh, oh Philip should have been out the league in the uh, for two the last years three ago. Years. He was one of the better quarterbacks in football in 2018. No, I don't, I don't agree, Scott. I don't. We don't. Go we look don't at the agree. stats. Look at the wins. We don't. We, I don't agree. You don't have to agree with this. You don't have to agree with me. But look at the stats. Look at the wins. Yeah, he threw how many interceptions? Like, what what criteria are you, you saying two years ago? You're, you're, you just brought up winning and yards and everything yeah, else. Yeah, you say top quarterback. You said he's never even been the MVP of his team, and I tell you that's dead wrong. Yeah. He's absolutely been the MVP of his team. When? What season? A lot of seasons when LT was gone. Almost all of them. The Who was better in San Diego when LT was gone than Phillip Rivers? And don't say Gates because he was past it. Uh, I'm trying to see when. What time frame are you giving me? Like, the last – because the last – Three seasons, Phillip Rivers hasn't been that good. Two seasons ago, he was good. Or three seasons, rather. If we're counting this season. I'm not going to count this season or last I'm ca- season. I'm 2018, absolutely, he was good. Uh, well, I mean, that's four seasons. That's four years ago. It's 2021. You, you asked me a question I asked? Yeah, yeah, I'm just saying that's four years ago, Scott. Like, that's four years ago and then, okay. Three years ago. It's 2018. 2018 season. Okay, okay 2018 season. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, but, yeah, no, nah, I'm— Sorry, Scott. Like Philip is not like Eli for sure. He has Phillip two Rivers Super Bowl rings. Is, who cares? Over against the greatest quarterback, Phillip arguably. Rivers, Eli the, Manning was five hundred lifetime as an NFL quarterback. Okay, and what Philip Rivers is? I don't know, but I bet he was better than that. <laughs> bet he was better than that. Bet he was better than that for All sure because right. he had better teams and lost more games. Oh, so now it's be, now and now he had better teams. He did have better teams. That's a fact. No. He did. It was know? a fact. Because you're about to pull up the win percentage and, I and improve. I don't actually know. I don't know. I don't know what his lifetime record is. Oh, okay, well, I don't think. I don't think he was ever. He was never a, a, top, a top three quarterback in the league while he played for seventeen I don't, I don't think, years. But I. But but I'm not going to say he was never MVP of his team. I think that's ridiculous. I will say. I watched San Diego. Have, Who's been the best player on the Chargers since LT retired? Depend on what 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 threshold are you like? When did I to tell me when LT retired? What year was that? Was that like oh seven or something like that? <laughs> no, no, it wasn't that twenty twelve. Oh, okay, all right. So it was a little later than I thought. Well, I mean, LT retired with the Jets. I think I want to say no. He didn't. He he was a Charger for He's life. A Charger for life. Yeah. Okay, I know it was a long time ago. I'm sorry. I'm getting old. They went to the playoffs the next year. Got to the second round. Nine and seven the following year. Nine and seven in twenty seventeen. Twelve and four in twenty eighteen. So since LT retired, he's had he has one season with. He has four winning seasons. Four winning seasons, two nine and seven. Well, five if you if you look at this season with the coach. Yeah. Okay, so all right, so he has. And three losing seasons. Okay, okay. How many playoff wins? Uh, two, two. And that was in that's in five years. He won a playoff game in 2013 and in 2018. <laughs> man, if you don't get this bum out of here. He's <laughs> good, man. Don't get this good. bum out of here, man. He's good. Don't get this bum out of here. I'm taking I'm taking Joe Flacco, Eli Manning, right, now, I'm taking a bunch of people. Now, over, now you just now you just troll. Over Phillip Rivers. You would t- Phillip you Rivers. would not you would not. If you could have had Joe Flacco or Phillip Rivers in their prime on the Cowboys, you know I'm not Gun taking, you had, you would have never taken Flacco. No, but I'm for sure taking Eli over one thought like the one thousand percent. Like it's not, there's no joke. If we, if I was to go look at the quarterbacks that was of his era, I'm taking all of them above him, all of them, 
all of every. What do you mean every quarterback? I'm, in I'm this saying era? Um, in the great quarterbacks that deserve to be in the Rivers Hall of Fame. was 18 games above 500 in his career. Eli was 500. Get this bum out of here! ESPN 1420.com. Hello. Hey, good morning, guys. How are y'all good morning, doing? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Y'all doing okay this morning? Oh, I'm 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 good. Norm Norm wanted to come in here and see me distraught. Right now, he's the one that's I'm, grimacing I'm, in yeah, pain. Yeah, because he, I'm feeling good. <laughs> in 17 years, yeah, he won 18 more games. I was listening to y'all uh, the comments earlier uh, concerning Jones at, uh, <clears throat> from Alabama, and uh, you know I think it, it's possible that he could be the best quarterback in the draft. But I tell you, when you play in a system where you have a great running game, a great offensive line, and great receivers. It just makes you, you know, stop and think. It's not going to be as easy as it was for him, I guarantee you, when he gets into the NFL. Because he had it, you know, he had it his way. But, you know, I agree. I, I think he's he's a you know a real bright guy and um, very competitive. And, you know, he's a... You know he's a he's a talented kid, but it's not going to come easy for him because of what he experienced at Alabama. Well, the, what I don't, you know, what I disagree with what you said is you can't slight him for having a good offensive line, running back, and wide receiver. Because as soon as he get in the NFL, what do everybody beg their rookie quarterback to have from their organization? A I don't, good I, offensive I, line. Norm, I don't. Great, I mean, great, I don't think great. he's sliding him. I think it's just part of the analysis. Like you, can't, it's not his fault, well, but you can't ignore it either. Yeah, but I mean, the, no. Let it, me continue my part. It's my not point, his though. fault, but it's it's going to be a different game. You know, the it's, thing it's about a, it is, is you know, when you talk about his reads and all, that's a correct. But when you have time to get to those reads and see, the game slows down when you got protection. You know, and that protection was provided by a great running game with play action along and. Um, along with a great offensive line, that's one of the best offensive lines Alabama's okay, had in a and while. Okay, again to my so point, what I, do I think we? The game is gonna is gonna speed up a bit for him. What do we? What do we beg every organization for for a rookie quarterback? You got Deshaun Watson trying to leave the Texans because the offensive line is crappy. They don't have a run game and they don't have receivers. So we can't we can't say that the game is going to slow down for him. Which I mean, it slows down for all NFL players except for maybe running backs. Uh, but we can't say that it might not translate for him when every rookie quarterback that comes in the NFL, those are the three most important things to the success of that rookie quarterback: a great O line, good receivers, and a decent running game. So if, if he had that at Alabama and was successful. Give him the same tools in the NFL, and I guarantee he'd probably be successful along with any other rookie quarterback that has a little skill. Give him a great run game. Give him yeah. offensive line. They gave that to Dak Prescott. is is worked. They gave that to Russell Wilson. It worked. They gave that to uh, uh, Kyler Murray. is starting to work. They gave that to Justin Hibbert. is starting to work. So you, you, give the, you give him offensive line, running back, receiver, and you let him go out and play. A lot of those quarterbacks that you mentioned right there, you know, like the Ask the Watson, Jets if they will rather, you know, a better better receiving core and offensive line around. I, I don't. I don't even look. I, but guys, I don't look at it that way. I, long, if you're going to draft a quarterback in the first round, you're thinking long term is he going to be great? Yeah. Right. And it is harder, I think, to judge a guy. 
at quarterback. Like, there's, it's hard to judge how good a guy could be at a quarterback when he's playing like most weeks against the JV team, just based on the talent he has around him. Not his fault, but it's it's correct. I, and 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 at the same time, it doesn't mean it's not going to work. So what's worse, a quarterback no, that has just talent around no, him? My point is, there the same point I made last hour. You can argue one way or another. There's no way to prove it. Like. You can look and say, right. well, I believe in a guy that, that did it with less in college or I believe in a guy that did it with more in college because he's more used to it. There is, It's part of the analysis, but there is no tra- – you can find a track record where it works and it doesn't. Like, that's my thing on Mac Jones. Like, I don't I don't know. Yeah, okay. I don't know. And that's the you thing. Know, I, I, when you take some of the other quarterbacks that, that you just mentioned – Last point by you because we got and, another and caller. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I said, go ahead and make your last point. We got another car, but go ahead and make okay. your last point. Yeah, when you when you take them when you take them and you put you know you talk about Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, and you put these guys in systems where you know the offensive line might not be that great, yada yada. But those guys are very very athletic, and you look at the, look at the number of times that they were successful because they extended that play, you know. And I don't think Jones is on that is on that level to be able to extend plays like some of these other quarterbacks have done. So, you know, I, don't, I know I really believe he's a first-rounder. I just don't know if I'm going to move up way up there to pick him up because that's still the question mark about, you know, where he's coming from and assist the guys he plays with. That's that's basically all I'm saying. Because athleticism appreciate, saved. Appreciate the call. Athleticism okay, saved Y'all Andrew Luck's day. career, right. though. You know, his, 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 his athleticism saved his career. Andrew Luck? Yeah. Why are you bringing up Luck? Because that he said that Mark Mac Jones' athleticism behind a bad offensive line, this you know, it sounds disastrous. Well, I mean, Andrew Luck was athletic behind a bad offensive line. He's retired. Yeah. So that, so it doesn't it doesn't matter. Now he re, he retired. I mean, it wasn't like he retired. It wasn't like, but it wasn't like he was a bad player. No, but we're talking about a franchise quarterback that behind every, every, a bad offensive every line. Every time that he was, was playing, they were in the playoffs. So you're you're using an example of a guy that was an elite talent. Elite talent with a horrible offensive line that caused him to retire early. What are we missing? What are we missing? But my, 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 what we're missing is if you suggest that Mac Jones can be as good as Andrew Luck, I I, I suggest I agree that with any quarterback that has a crappy offensive line. Is going to retire early because they aren't going to be that good. Andrew Luck was really good. And t- pull up his stats of when he's out because he's injured. Your 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 availability is the best ability. So yes, he was good when he's on the field. But if the offensive line is crappy and that causes him to miss games, then that, I'm sorry that doesn't that you can be as great as possible if you're not on the field. You're not you're not nothing. So again, offensive line, running back, Does receivers. Sean Watson missed a lot of time. Does Russell Wilson miss a lot of time? No. Does Josh Allen miss a lot of time? Now, now let's go to those quarterbacks. Deshaun Watson, this season, won four games. And everybody say it's because of the wide receiver position and the crappy offensive line and the crappy running back. Yeah. Correct. And it's not Deshaun Watson's fault, right? Probably not. Okay. So we understand that it's, you My know. My point is those guys are still wait, wait. something you would want to build around. Here's the ringer. Sean Watson played with elite level talent at Clemson, right? Elite level, absolutely. In a conference that has weaker talent, right? Weaker uh, opponents. They were they were a notch above the rest, and it worked out perfectly for them, for him and the 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 uh, the Texans, right? Yeah. So, in other situations, I can't sit there and say just because a player has played with great talent around him, he needs 
or or if he goes to a team that doesn't have the best of pieces because Sean Watson's been a stud, like you say, Andrew Luck has been a stud with crappy offensive lines coming from situations where they had better pieces around them and they got put into a worse situations and still thrive. So if Mac Jones, who's obviously right now projected is not going to be a top two quarterback. No. So he's going to fall to a team that has better pieces than the the, the, the really, crappier team. It really, it, it's you can find examples of both sides throughout NFL history. That's yeah. my point. I'm not going to make a judgment about Trevor Lawrence or Mac Jones, just like I didn't make a judgment with Josh Allen, who played at Wyoming, based on well, look at the competition. You could say, well, you can historically you can say, look, there are a lot of starting quarterbacks in the NFL that are successful. And if you look at where they were in college, they weren't on the best team. And that's actually true. That's if true. You, that, that, is, that is actually a fact. But I don't think that is a no-all, tell-all, especially with how that, quarter, how, that, how that position has evolved and how protected it is now in the NFL. I think back in like the you know, 80s, 90s, and early 2000s, that absolutely holds up because quarterbacks used to get the snot beat out of them. I yeah. mean, they would get two steps. If you had... Quarterback released the ball. If you were within you two, two steps, steps, you could still you could smash light them up. I loved it. Light them up. Loved you it. can't do that anymore. So I do think back in the day, there was something to, look, you want a guy that's already been through the ringer because it doesn't matter if you have the best O-line or the worst. You're going to get it. Now it's different, man. I, I don't I – I can't – I don't know. You think Mac Jones is going to be good? I, 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 I'm I, not going to say – I think Mac another. Jones is going to be, again, better than some of his, class, his draft classmates like uh, – the quarterback from BYU, I think Mac Jones can is going to develop better than Taysom Hill, Steve Young, <laughs> Danny Ainge. Hey, the lineage is there. Jimmer for dead. <laughs> yes, talk about crazy fans. Jimmer for dead fans are they're they're probably some of the craziest I've ever it's, it's I've that, ever dealt with before. I'm a Jimmer for dead fan. Stop it. You like you like the I like he scored sixty in a game and their fans went nuts and then I had to remind them all that was in a that was for a, a league in China and by the way this is the B league in China it's the B league good for him he can score it's but oh, we saw him in when he was in New Orleans oh my gosh dude I mean I could just write Jimmer and nothing else on the timeline and I'd have like fifty responses Bruh, I love like Jimmer. you guys are nuts I love Jimmer play Jimmer no. Jimmer, get some burn. ESPN1420N.com. Let's head back to the phone lines. Hello. How are you doing today, man? I'm good. How are you? Okay. Uh, First off, um, traditionally, as far as quarterback college, if you look through the history, and you made that point already, uh, you beat me to it, most of them come from smaller schools or mid-conference schools. They they don't have the elite talent. Um, Now, and I personally – believe that's the way I would normally look at it. I don't want my guys with all the aces in, in hand. But this, is, as far as Matt Jones goes, is slightly different because if you consider the SEC the best conference in college football, that's all he played against this year. Uh, he didn't have the typical cupcakes. And then he played in the playoffs. So he did produce against – he didn't produce necessarily against a junior varsity squad, so he did produce. I give him that. Uh, but traditionally, uh, like I said, I, I – Traditionally, I would go or has historically shown that the college uh, players from uh, quarterbacks from smaller schools have been the most productive. Um, now, 
Let's see, Burrow had a good season, even though he did, uh, you know, he was loaded. He had all the aces in hand last year, and he seemed like he was going to be a good rookie. So it is difficult. But traditionally, I do believe that the smaller school quarterbacks, uh, that's somebody I would look at again. And uh, But Matt Jones did play against uh, varsity players this year. I'll just sit back and listen to you guys, see what you think. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, JV, you know what? I probably shouldn't have used the word JV. My you point wasn't about the SEC. My point was about Alabama this year just being a cut way above everyone else. So Joe Burrow wasn't as good last season being a cut above everybody else? What do you mean? Like, because, I mean, he was on one of the, I mean, arguably the greatest oh, collegiate they were, team. They were great. I do think the SEC as a whole was better in 2019 than 2020. And maybe COVID had something to do with that, and you didn't see any non-conference games. But the you, was LSU better in 2019 than they were in 2020? I mean, you said, the, 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 correct me if I'm wrong, you said that this year Alabama was just different amongst everyone else, but we saw LSU last year was different amongst we're everyone talking else. About, we're, we're talking about the competition as a whole. Like, do you think the SEC was better last year or this year? Well, I mean, because of COVID, I mean, honestly, yeah, no. Was, I mean, it was – Yeah. Yeah, because of COVID. But, right, right. But I wouldn't say that you – think, You think beating up Notre Dame – like – do I, I, you think that Joe Burrow was more impressive than Mac Jones this last year than this year? I think it you think was on he had, par. You think he had? I said it was on par. That's ridiculous. Why? You think Mac Jones did just as had just as strong a season this year as Joe Burrow did last year? The uh, dude's dude broke every I record, said, and the Colbert, offense revolved around a lot more Mac of Jones, him. He broke. He broke Joe Burrow. Record. No, he did. He did. He didn't. He only he, he only played thirteen games. He didn't break the NCAA passing record, no, but touchdown he broke, record he, for a season. No, but he did break one of Joe Burrow. Yeah, records. because he got to play more SEC games this year. When you get to play ten instead of eight, you might break that. Yeah. If you think Mac Jones was as good this year I, as Joe Burrow was last year, then we're done here. I only thing I said is you said that this season Alabama was a cut above everyone else, which I agree. But last season LSU was too. Absolutely. Okay, so what's the difference? The difference in SEC this and year. So, the so Joe Burrow played with all first rounders, and he's a first round quarterback. No problemo. But, but he was is a Trevor, backup quarterback. Do you believe that? Do you believe that Trevor Lawrence is a first round pick and will be a good pro quarterback? Yes. Okay. Are you as high on Mac Jones as you are on Trevor Lawrence? No. Okay. That's my point. Okay. It you can look if, at if, 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 if Mac Jones his, and Joe Burrow was in the same draft, right? I'll be even with them. You know why? Because Joe would, Burrow. You would take Mac Jones before Joe Burrow. I say if there was, I say no, I'll no. Be you even. can't. You, if you can't pick both of them, who would you pick? If you had the number one overall pick and they're in the same draft, and I'm comparing. No, I'm, this I'm season, asking you. If, who I, would you pick? I'm picking Mac Jones. If you, if, this one is off one season. It's both off one season. It's ridiculous. It's both off one season of success. You would take. You would draft Mac Jones before Joe Burrow it's, as I'm, your quarterback. I'm sorry, I'm not an LSU homer. I'm, I'm not an LSU homer either. Joe Burrow. How was many better. how many seasons of Joe Burrow was successful in college? Two, two. Yeah, two. How how was he good? How, how good was he his first season? He was pretty good. Not great, but pretty good. Okay, okay, okay. So he had one great season, one good season. Mm-hmm. All right. What about Mac Jones? He had one great season, and you would take him based off of that in a year where you admitted the SEC was down. Like I said, no COVID. If you, I just said before. No, no, we're, before we're dealing with reality, not yeah, what if. Oh so. no, yeah. Well then. I have a million dollars if we're dealing with reality. You would take Mac Jones. Like I said, if we going by statistics. I want you to go talk to him at Senior Bowl Week and just tell him how much you love him and admire him.
Man, the only thing I know is Joe Burrow, how how good was Joe Burrow with Ohio State that he had to leave? That's all I'm just saying. Like, Joe Burrow played with all first-round picks, too. That's why I'm just looking like, man, am I blind? You ride Jalen Hurts' wagon all the time. Didn't he leave? Oh, yeah. You know why? Because Jalen wasn't good enough to start over Tua. That's so, a fact. So, that's well, a fact. It, well, then but Joe Burrow wasn't good enough to start at Ohio State. That's a fact. So, what? But you you, you praise Jalen all the time, and now you're using that same argument oh, no, and holding pray, it against. I Burrow praise Jalen for being. You know the how Saints. many people? Transfer? I praise Jalen for being the Saints. I don't. You, you I don't praise many, him for what he did. You know how many? You know many great quarterbacks to look. Do you love Kyler Murray? Did he transfer? Yeah, I don't. I don't love Kyler Murray. Like I said, I'm you high on. He was going to be MVP this year for for. Two weeks on this show. A bunch of people did, too. Yeah, not, but you just said you don't love him, and yet you thought he was going to be MVP. Drew Brees was an MVP. I remember two. the things you say, Norm. Yeah, I mean, they, they could change from week to week. I mean, it's, it's... <laughs> They can change, but yeah. don't act like you've been singularly I on one thing all I the didn't, time. But I didn't deny it. Like That's what I'm saying. Like, two weeks in, they got, they got like, right now, you literally you right now. You were very high on Kyler Murray, and I'm saying, well, no, that, I didn't that long ago, you were. I said that I was high on the Cardinals, and I'm high on Kyler Murray. I was, to, to look at week two. quarterbacks and yeah. say, and hold it against them because they transferred early, where if they had stayed somewhere, they Early? He played three seasons? He was with, he was, well, he's there for three seasons. If, whenever, whatever they transfer. Oh, you say early, early, I, I was like a, a you know, whatever a quarterback shirt. transfers so that they can, he got two more years, didn't he? Oh, I'd yeah, say it worked graduate. out well yeah, for him, yeah, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, got a degree. I'd say it worked out well for him, didn't it? Oh, pretty did. <laughs> I think it worked that well for Hertz as well. Maybe. I mean, went to Oklahoma, he got to play, got yeah. drafted in the second round. If he had just stood as a backup, you think he goes in the second? Never know. Probably not. Maybe. I don't dog any quarterbacks for transferring. If they if they can go somewhere and start, and I know you don't either, I'm just saying if you if I am looking at the glass how other players look at it. Like if you sit here for four seasons and then you transfer and have success, you you probably was a good player, but you just wasn't good enough for the guys in front of you. Three seasons, three seasons. I, you're you're going really far to try to. I'm not going for it. It's yeah, a no, fact. You're, it's you're, a reach, fact. you're reaching for suggesting it's a, that Joe Burrow, it's a had, had, that Mac Jones had as good as no, season as No, I'm Burrow. literally saying. That's what you're doing. I'm literally saying people people are saying Mac Jones played with perennial talent and they played again in the SEC and it was Corona year. But, all right, Joe Burrow played with the greatest collegiate team. He ain't start multiple seasons. It's not like we got four different, years of the, game tape the, on Joe Burrow. The difference is. Whether it's fair or not, because we'll never know, is that folks look at Joe Burrow as being the biggest reason why. They don't look at Mac Jones as being the biggest reason yeah, why. And the, now, that's and that not necessarily fair. Right, correct. That's, and that's, that's, and that's, that's reality. Right. And that's how folks look at Trevor Lawrence and Clemson as well. Right, correct. 1, you know what I mean? And so, that, that's why I disagree. And part of it is Alabama quarterback, like the last legit good NFL quarterback from Alabama was probably Joe Namath. It's been that long. You've had a few guys come in the league, mainly as backups. Some will get a start here or there. We don't know about Tua, right? He just finished his rookie year. But historically, they've whenever they've been great, they've they've had quarterbacks in the league. And that that has nothing to do with Mac Jones either. So I will give you that some of the things used against him, I don't I don't give any credence to. But I'm not even suggesting he's I like I said, I don't know about him. But I I felt pretty good about Joe Burrow in terms of him being a productive NFL quarterback. Maybe he won't be. He's in Cincinnati. He got the 
snot beat out of him going back to your offensive line point. Yeah, and that's what and I'm that saying. Dude. That's, uh, that's why I'm just like, bro, if for three seasons at Ohio State, he wasn't good enough to start. He had the greatest collegiate team surrounding him. He was a good quarterback getting the ball to everywhere he's supposed to be. I like Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow's a, a good quarterback. But I'm just saying, how high is the ceiling from from what we have seen? How high is the ceiling? I think it's higher than Mac Jones's. That's, that's your opinion. Just can't believe you would draft Mac Jones. We'll wait. There's some people. Russell Wilson is is the biggest take of like me and Emory's football career of of saying like he was going to be the best quarterback of that draft. And a lot of people gave a, a lot like a lot of flack that season to me, Emory. But Pete Carroll actually gave Emory some props on calling that draft pick. But again, so you don't you you're not going to agree with everyone. You're not going to hit on every pick also. But I just know when I get down to that senior bowl, and if it looks how I think it's gonna look, he's gonna make some money. He's gonna be he's gonna be I well, just he'll, he'll make some money. No question make, about that. He'll well, make some money. You know, I don't think he's gonna be like a top, you know, fifteen draft he pick. Might, he might be. He might be. Look at some of the latest mocks. Well, I, I, I think that people are falling in love with the guy from BYU. I think people are talking themselves into uh, Jones, Trisk. Jones will be the third quarterback taken in the draft. They, they like the guy from Florida. I don't see anything that pops off the off the chart for me. All right, let's get to the phone lines, 269-1077. Welcome in to the Great Scott Show. It's Scott and Locke. Norman in with me. What's up? Good morning. No. Yeah. I think you got off your rocker again this morning, man. What I what I did? Got off of that rocker again this morning. What kind of coffee you had? I had a sprite. And that, that's, oh, that's, no that's caffeine, that's just calories. That's what it is. I had a sprite. That's, that's what it is. Uh, uh, sprite. Philip Rivers not a Hall of Famer, no? No. Not Come to on, me. Man. Not to me. Remember now. Remember, Dude, Philip but, Rivers was supposed to be good coming out. Philip Rivers had one of the faultiest deliveries ever. Ain't nobody thought that thing wouldn't work. And here we are, what, 400 some touchdown passes later? Now, hold on. Not you a can't, Hall of Famer? You can't, you, can't, you can't tell me that, I, you know, ask me what I was drinking this morning when uh, when professional voters, the people who got really got the votes, didn't think Terrell Owens was the first ballot Hall of Famer. So I, I, don't, I so feel like not, I'm okay. I'm okay. He, not to you? No, they didn't They didn't believe so. I know Terrell Owens is a first ballot Hall of Famer, one of one of two of the greatest receivers to ever play. But they didn't well, think so. Well, so I thought, can't think that Philip Rivers. They knew he was a first ballot Hall of Famer. They knew that. They just was playing games with Keo. You know all the stuff that, that was, was on. That, was, that, was, I mean, that was them getting in their feelings. Hey. Yeah, that was just playing games right there. I mean, all you know, I know. All I know is they ain't vote him in there. They didn't feel like Terrell Owens was a first ballot Hall of Famer. I, I just I fail to see why that you you just you just don't like the voting committee. But I'm, like that's your argument I against Philip Rivers not being a Hall of Famer. I don't think that he statistically or he deserves. Statistically, his stats are great. Bro, that's a great compared to who? Where are we comparing to? What is, every what is the baseline? No, no, to no, Hall of every quarterback no, ever. I know you mentioned Eli Manning, but Philip Rivers is a better quarterback than Eli Manning. By, by how many games? By 15 games. Eli was not in a better situation. Philip Rivers had better teams than Eli Manning almost the every Chargers, year. No, that's not true. Chargers ownership Manning, is horrendous. Giants ownership, Giants Rooney ownership was some of the best in the NFL. What? So he had, Lede- he had three, he had two Hall of Famers on his team for, for five, six, seven seasons? Two? 
so name the Hall of Famers that Eli Manning played with other th- on the offensive side of football. On the offensive side? On the offensive side of okay. football. I don't know. Who's the players? Michael Strahan? A couple. Who else? Time will tell. <laughs> Michael Strahan. So you've, named, so you've named one on the Giants and one on the On Chargers. the defense. Uh, you got LaDamian Thomason. You got Antonio Gates. Antonio Gates in the Hall of Fame? He's a Hall of Famer. Is he in the Hall of Fame? Not right now. All right. For the Rivers, isn't he? I mean, it should have Rivers out there. Dan Marino shouldn't be here, though. I mean, that hey, y'all, y'all could tell me better than I can tell y'all about Dan, Dan Marino. Dan Marino should be in. He is in 100%. He's one of the best quarterbacks That's ever. what I'm saying. And I Dan mean, Marino was... Dan Marino was a much better quarterback than Philip. Dan Marino is one of the best quarterbacks ever. All right. So in, in his era, was he ever the best quarterback? Absolutely. 100%. That's why I say y'all will be able to tell me more than me. 100%. So, um, hey. There were a lot of other quarterbacks in his era that are also in the hall, though. Kick my feet up. And let y'all discuss yeah, your point. The, you don't have to be the best. Well, you don't, you know, you don't have to be the, best. Be the can, best. Can you can you at least be the third best ever? I mean, I mean, in, in the seventeen years, can you at least be top three once in seventeen? Everybody years? Your ball is a Hall of Fame, hands down, best ever. You're not the best ever. You're not even the top five running back of all time. Your ball image, okay. Know what you gotta say about that, Mister Now, now, see, now you got. Do y'all need to save this for Sunday morning? This sounds like a good Emma conversation. Emma Smith, you and Roddy, is I appreciate the call. We are gonna take a break. We'll be back. Right. Scott and Locke coming back after this speech. First of all, I want to thank my connect, the most important person with all due respect. Thanks to the duffel bag, the brown paper bag, the Nike shoe box for holding all this cash. Norman's been – he came in here smiling this morning. Now y'all got him all distraught, which I find hilarious. Because I just – I laugh Man, walks at what's in with a plan thinking, like, he's, I'm going to be sad and he's going to be happy, and now he walks out with a frown and I'm walking out with a smile. Why are you so heated? Why are you so upset? I'm, I'm, I'm just joked that, like, you know, these are the same listeners and fans that tell me they need more tape on Taysom Hill. But, Mark, but, you know – we Stop need speaking to, in generality. We need to we need to watch Mac Jones, bro, because he played with the Heisman winner, and I don't know he got a good offensive line, but you know Taysom Hill just he just needs some time. <laughs> Those are the same people. Like I, I sat down and I broke down Taysom Hill's what are you dealing with with generalities playing quarterback position. I'm like, you're yeah, suggesting that an entire every single listener feels the, a, a specific way. No, you just you use that as a defense mechanism. I don't know if Mac Jones is going to be good. He might be. But, like, I have no problem with somebody questioning it. Uh, I don't have anybody questioning anything. He can go question whatever we question. But death, taxes, and Norman Locke, it's all you get. No, death comes for you too, my friend. And me as Those well. Those are three certains. Three cer- what's, so what's the certainty about Norman Locke? I'm going to be here. 
<laughs> Who is winning on Sunday? I'm Chiefs. taking the, the Chiefs. I'm taking the Packers. Like that's, that's, that's Aaron Rodgers. Like I said, every Tuesday Mahomes is going to play. There's no way he's not playing. Did Sunday, you? Right? Did have you ever checked a Tuesday with Pat McAfee and Aaron Rodgers? Mm-hmm. Okay, this Tuesday. Did you watch last Tuesday? No. I don't know what it is. I hate. I hate the calm and coolness that Aaron's here. I just it's. I love it. I'm. I'm saying that I, I don't hate it, but it's just like. Man, the guys you in hate a, it in that you're kind of jealous. Of yeah, it. I'm kind of jealous. Yeah, like yeah, he's yeah. supremely at peace, Scott. Like he, I know when he kneels and meditates, butterflies come out. The last top of his head, last right? year, Green Bay was not as good as their record indicates. This year, they absolutely are. Yeah, he's at peace. Bro. He's going to be the MVP, and I think he might hold up the trophy, Scott. And Greg, I'm going to hate Greg if. Packers win. I'm really gonna hate Greg Guts. <laughs> Which game is closer? I think the AFC game. I think the AFC game's closer. Buffalo was 13 and three this year. Bro, guys. Buffalo Bills you Mafia. Know, like I think I think people realize. Oh yeah, they were the two seed. They won like 11. Eight. They were 13 and three. They wrecked teams this year. They you re, you know the lot the Chiefs have not covered the spread in nine straight games. That doesn't mean. That they lost all of those. They only lost one. It was when they weren't playing their starters. But what it tells you, Norm, is that the public is still betting on them to win by a lot because they everyone thinks they're a little bit better than they are. Are they great? Yes. Are they favored Sunday? Yes. Is that going to be a close game? Yes. Chiefs' bills will be closer than Packers' bucks. Yeah, it's going to be a nail-biter because, I, you know, they they just like they some scrappy backyardigans. Like it's like the Bills is just like they are fun. They fun. They're fun. They're fun. They're fun. They're fun. They're feisty. How would you like a Bills Tampa Bay Super Bowl? That's funky. In Tampa. In Tampa. That's weird as hell. Seventy degrees. Weird as hell. Got a cold. Team. I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want it. Give me two cold teams in a warm city. Even though Green Bay is built more for warm weather than cold. I mean. They, Green Bay's just built to win. And I, I don't, I you know, I love Tom Brady, but I don't want to hear the stories of Tom Brady went to the NFC and durr, durr, and he's the first player to play and win a Super Bowl. And you're going to hear it all day Sunday. And if they lose, it'll get quiet for a while. But you're going to hear it all day Sunday. Yeah. Lines lit up. We didn't have time to get to you. Our apologies. But to all the callers this morning who called in, thank you. And time flies when you're in here, Norm. It does. You can go try some of those lime and jalapeno. No. You're not going to have me on a toilet this early. Hey, that's good stuff. <laughs> good laxative. You take a... <laughs> on Premium. That note, on Premium. That, on that note, I'll talk to you guys tomorrow morning. Morning lock-in, Sunday morning, 8 a.m. Don't miss it. TSPN1420.com. So I'm